And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And I have to start the show off by saying Happy New Year. We have finally crested from 2023 into 2024. I don't know if crested is the right word, but it's the word I'm going to use because one of the things that I did in 2023 was I did some work on my body. Yeah, I, I had some work done on my body. Now, I, I didn't go to the plastic surgeon. I didn't get the, the tummy tuck or the facelift or the whatever else they do in, in Hollywood. I didn't do any of that stuff. What I did was I had work done on my body that I didn't have done when I was serving on active duty with the United States Army. Those of you that listen to this show for any length of time know that I spent 27 years in the United States Army. And in that 27 years, I earned a pension. And I tried to retire off that pension back in, I don't know, it was like 2014 when I retired from the Army. And I had, a, I had a huge problem because that pension only paid me one third of what I used to make when I was serving on active duty. And we were a single income household, meaning that we had to try and live off of one third of what we used to make. And it didn't work out very well for us. And it put us into a financial Armageddon. So what does that have to do with me doing work on my body? It has everything to do with me doing work on my body because once again, I had done what I had done in the United States military in my retired life. I had pushed off medical requirements that I should have taken care of when I was serving on active duty, but I didn't take care of them because the mindset on active duty is simply this. Suck it up, buttercup. Get it done. Get back into the fight. Do what you need to do. Well, my body came to a crashing halt after I left the military because part, part of what happened to me when I left the military was I walked away from stress. I stepped 100% away from stress and all of a sudden my body didn't know how to react because it was so used to dealing with stress, I think my body just kind of quieted down. And when my body quieted down, it opened up Pandora's box of all kinds of medical problems that affected me after retirement. Now, one of the things they didn't teach me as I was going through transition training with the United States Army, because everybody who is, is set up for retirement goes through this thing called transition training. And transition training is nothing but a code word for, we're going to teach you how to build a resume because we know you can't live off of your pension. It's not going to provide you enough money. Yeah, that's exactly what I was dealing with. So I leave the United States Army and I realize that I've got a giant financial problem going on in my life, and I've got to get back into the workforce. So I'm trying to get resumes out there. I'm trying to penetrate into different career fields because after 27 years in the civil, I should say in the industrial military complex, I didn't want to go back into the industrial military complex. I wanted to do something different. I wanted to maybe get into corporate America or maybe possibly be self-employed or, or do something along those lines. But what I ultimately found was it was difficult for me to penetrate into different 
sectors of our society. It was difficult for me to get into corporate America. It was difficult for me to penetrate into jobs that would pay me at least what I used to make when I was serving on active duty. And I went into a financial Armageddon. I did. And part of that financial Armageddon was coupled with my body slowing down and breaking down. And in that time period, I became ill. I, I experienced something called atrial fibrillation. Yeah, it's AFib for short. So I, I had that, in, and I wound up in the hospital because I had an AFib attack. And then I had to have a follow-on surgery where they go into the heart and they make some, I don't know, electrical adjustments in the heart. And it's basically controlled the AFib. But some other fallouts of that particular problem were a little thing called cancer. Yeah, Cancer. I came down with cancer. I got not only one kind of cancer, I actually had two kinds of cancer. One, one of the types of cancer I actually had when I was serving on active duty, but I never dealt with it because, again, again, it goes back to that, that mindset of suck it up, buttercup. You can deal with this stuff in retirement. Well, all of a sudden I get to retirement and I'm dealing with major health issues while I'm trying to get into the workforce. It was a recipe for disaster. It was a recipe for my painful reintroduction into trying to get into the workforce, and I was failing at it. Now, while that was going on, remember I mentioned I had a financial Armageddon going on because I was trying to live off of one-third of what I used to make, and Mrs. Gordon didn't work, and we had no intentions for Mrs. Gordon to penetrate into the workforce after 27 years of being, quote-unquote, a military spouse, which is kind of like retirement, except you take on all the burden of managing the household. It's, it's not really retirement at all. It's really a full-time job. You're taking care of the household. You're taking care of the children. You're taking care care of everything because your soldier is too busy taking care of what the soldier has to take care of. So what am I getting at? What I'm getting at is I'm in my entry level period of retirement, I immediately started dealing with health problems and those health problems have not gone away. It is now the year 2024, and in this year, in, in the month of March of 2024, I will have experienced retirement from the United States Army for 10 years. But in that 10-year period of time, I unknowingly dealt with massive medical problems, massive medical problems that I didn't know were coming, but they came anyway. And I'm not violating HIPAA because if I were violating HIPAA, I would be talking about your medical information. I'm talking about my personal medical information. So as far as I know, unless I want to call, you know, a foul on me, which I don't want to do, I can talk about my medical information as much as I want. So why, why am I dumping all of my medical problems on you? It's to make a point. It's to make a very serious point that you need to pay attention to. In my time in the United States Army, I, I did go down for surgical events. What does that mean? It means I had problems that affected me that even though I was trying to play the suck it up buttercup game, I couldn't suck it up buttercup because the injury was too intense. In other words, I couldn't hide the injury. The types of injuries I'm talking about are, are hernias. I, I tore three different hernia 
tight muscles in my body. They're all uh, in my abdomen area. I had an inguinal hernia that tore, and I'll tell you, when they repaired that, it was now I know why getting shot in the gut is the most painful thing you can experience because essentially they went in there and they cut on my gut and it hurt like heck. But I got that repaired and I got back into the fight. And then I tore an inguinal hernia. No, it wasn't an inguinal. It was an umbilical hernia. I know you doctors out there going, yeah, give us the right definitions, Al. Okay, I'm trying to get it right. But so I, I tore an umbilical something or other down there uh, around my umbilical cord and they had to go in and fix that. So I was out of the fight for the time period it took to get that fixed. And then a little while later, I I re-injured that umbilical hernia and, and I tore it even more to the fact that they had to go in and do an even more extensive repair. So what I'm getting at is in my time in the military, there were three medical issues that I I absolutely had to go to the doctors for because there was no way I could fake it till I make it. I couldn't do any of that stuff. I had to get fixed. But there were other things that I did to my body that I was able to fake it till I make it. Yeah, I was able to suck it up buttercup. I was able to, you know, be in the fight because here's here's the military mindset. You are trained to be in the fight. If you're not in the fight, you feel like you're letting down your comrades. You feel like you're letting down your team. You feel like you're letting down everybody that's in the fight and you're supposed to be in the fight with them because you need each other. So if you're not there to help them out, who's going to help them out, right? So that's the mindset. So there were a lot of medical things that I put off in my time in service that came back to haunt me after I left the service. So why is this so important? Because when I left the service... I had a financial problem. I earned a pension, but that pension only paid me one third of what I used to make when I was serving on active duty. The result of that was I had a financial bleeding going on in my household. Now, I was doing what Dave Ramsey had taught me to do. I had paid off everything that I could possibly pay off in my household, and that's how I was operating my household. So I had four vehicles sitting in my driveway that were I owned free and clear. And what I did in order to make up the shortfall of income is I took a title down to my bank, took out a title loan, lived off the proceeds of that loan until the money ran out. And then I took another title down to the bank, wash, rinse, repeat until I ran out of vehicles. At the time I ran out of vehicles, I was about ready to do a cash advance on my credit cards. Yeah, that's how bad things had gotten. And it landed a job. Now, the job that I landed, it it wasn't the job that I was looking for. It wasn't the six-figure or better job that that I felt that I was deserving. No, I didn't land that job. It was a job that paid me much less than six figures. But it's the amount of money that I needed to stop the financial hemorrhaging in my life. And I figured, no problem. No problem, right? I will just suck it up, buttercup, and I'll have a new retirement plan. The new retirement plan was simply this. I would work until the age of 70. This new job had a pension component to it also. So I'd have two pensions paying me at the age of 70. And then I could get that Social Security check. And hopefully at the age of 70, everything would be fine in my older years. But there was a problem with that game plan. And here's the problem. I hated the new job. I was a fish out of water, even though I was exceptional at doing the job. That's my definition of me being good at what I'm doing. And and maybe other people didn't think I was exceptional, but nobody fired me. So I, I would 
assume I was exceptional. I was a fish out of water. I was basically overqualified for the work that I was doing, but I had to take that job because I needed the income. I had wound up in a situation that many military retirees wind up in, which is, man, I don't know. I don't know if I could live off the pension. So I found a job. I'm working, but I'm miserable in the job. A couple of years into the job, I discovered Lifestyles Unlimited. And when I discovered Lifestyles Unlimited, the one thing that I learned was that there was a different approach to retirement, something that was completely different than what I had been doing. It had to do with real estate investing. It had to do with investing your money into assets that pay you five different ways, something that my pension wasn't doing. My pension was only paying me one way. It was providing an income stream, but it wasn't really going up in value. It wasn't producing future values. There was no equity growth to my pension. It just pays me a cash flow amount every month. And that cash flow amount is determined by people other than me based on the number of years of service that I had and the rank that I retired at when I left the military. That was all locked in and there's nothing I can do to change that. So trying to live off that pension was difficult. The job made up for the difference. But again, I was miserable and I couldn't see myself working 20 additional years in this new job. And I didn't see myself moving up in the organization because most of those positions were already blocked by people who had been in the organization a lot longer than I had. And I don't know if you know about how organizations tend to work, but organizations, the ones that tend to work well, they tend to groom their people from within and they grow people with in the organization, meaning as a guy with a year or two in the organization, there was no way I was going to compete well with somebody who had been in the organization for 10 or more years. And the jobs that I was looking at, well, those jobs required you to be in the organization for 10 or more years. So I was in a conundrum. I was in a difficult place. And going back to my physical health problems, my physical health problems starting exacerbating themselves because I was no longer in the stressful world of the military, which was something I think my body used to kind of keep my body under control. So my body started falling apart. I started needing additional medical care. And this additional medical care required me going under the knife. It required me to have additional surgeries. And the problem with it was this, when I took time off from that job, they would pay me my full salary for the first week I was off. That's the way the medical thing worked. And then for the next four weeks that I was off, they would reduce my salary to 80% of what I was making. And if I wasn't back to work by then, it would go down to 60%. But my requirements in my household, they didn't reduce at all. So can you see the problem? I had to get myself to an actual place of retirement, which I did. When we come back from the break, I'll break it down for you. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Want to continue the conversation inside the community? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook. Stay up to date on upcoming events, market trends, member stories, featured podcasts, real estate wisdom, and more. You can even join us a couple of times a month as we go live with our case study events right on Facebook from the comfort of your home. Get online and get in the know. Turn listening on the radio into participating in the community. Like and follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. 
creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, I've just kind of given you an info dump of my life uh, from the time that I left the military up until literally now. So there's been a 10-year period. I'm, I'm almost at my 10-year anniversary from leaving the military. And I will tell you, it's it's been an interesting 10 years because at the early part of the 10 years, I found a desperate need to get back into the workforce. I needed income because my income had decreased by literally 67%. Yeah, you heard me correctly, 67%. When you serve in the United States military on active duty, you get something called base pay. You also get a housing allowance. You get a subsistence allowance. And then if you do certain things or have certain skill uh, qualifications in the military, they pay you something called pro pay or professional pays. So it could be like flight pay. I didn't get any of that. It could be medical retention pay. I didn't get any of that. It could be uh, you're on jump status. So you get a pay for that. Maybe you're in a combat zone. You get a pay for that. Maybe you're in a hazardous duty situation. You get a pay for that. Okay. Well, all these pays kind of add up and it funds your household. And like most military families, we spent just about everything that we made every month off of my income. I mean, it's just the way it was because we were a single income household. So literally 100% of what I made went right out the door in expenses of supporting the household. You know, things like I have a mortgage payment or a rent payment. I have an electricity bill. I've got a phone bill. I've got an auto loan, maybe. Well, I told you earlier, I, I paid all those off, but at one time I did have auto loans. So you got you to gotta pay for those things. You've got insurance, you've got food, you've got gasoline, you've got all the utility payments. All of these things add up to equate to your household expenses. And my household expenses, because I was trying to keep up with the Joneses, pretty much consumed 100% of what I was making. So when I left active duty, I had a financial problem. I was trying to live off of what I used to make at a one-third rate. In other words, one-third of what I made in retirement was commensurate to 100% of what I used to make when I was serving on active duty. That probably made absolutely no sense at all to you, but try living off of one-third of what you're making right now. I found it a bridge too far. And as a result of that, I had to get back into the workforce. So that was that was my solution. But that solution was tarnished because I didn't enjoy the work that I was doing. I really felt that I was not capable of finding a different type of job. I just felt kind of beat down and depressed. I really did. Now, the new job, it provided enough income to stop the financial bleeding that occurred between the time period when I actually retired from the United States Army and 10 months later when I finally found a job. But in that time period, I took on new debt. I took on debt on vehicles that I used to own free and clear because I was doing what Dave Ramsey had taught me to do. So now this new debt required me to pay monthly 
mortgage payments on the debt. Does that make sense? Now, it's not they're not mortgage payments. They were uh, consumer loan payments, but they might as well have been mortgage payments. What, but wait a minute. Wait a minute, Al. What if they had been mortgage payments? What if I had gone out and I had bought real estate instead of trying to live off of the proceeds of the loan? Well, that might have been a game changer, but for me, I had not discovered Lifestyles Unlimited. I had not found that roadmap to success that I am currently following now. It took me a couple of years after retirement to stumble across Lifestyles Unlimited. But when I stumbled across Lifestyles Unlimited, I learned immediately that when you buy real estate assets and you buy them correctly and you leverage them correctly, and you're buying at wholesale pricing and not at retail pricing, you are setting yourself up for financial windfalls in the future. So what did I do? Well, I started looking at, after I became a member, and after I became educated, because that's that's the most important component of being a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, you can't skip the education phase. You have to do the education phase because without the education, why, why did you even bother to join? I mean, Lifestyles Unlimited is a real estate investor education and mentoring company. That's what we do. So if you skip the education phase, then why did you bother joining? Does that make sense? Okay. So in the education phase, I learned that I had some assets. I actually had assets. I owned some real estate, but I owned it incorrectly. I operated it incorrectly. And more importantly, I bought it. When I initially bought it, I bought it incorrectly. I did not buy it at wholesale pricing. I bought it at retail pricing. And I tried to operate it from that standpoint. And I received poor returns. As a matter of fact, I had negative cash flow every month because I was listening to a bunch of people who live out in California, that's where I used to live, that were telling me, well, this is how you invest in real estate. You just you just own it. And if it costs you too much money every month, you just make up the difference. Well, that's what I was trying to do. And I found out that that was a bad methodology. So what did I wind up doing? I wound up selling those assets off. I took the money out of those assets and I did a 1031 exchange. What's a 1031 exchange? A 1031 exchange is something that's completely legal that the government allows you to do that allows you to, to sell a real estate asset or anything of tangible value for that matter. And by doing a 1031 exchange, and I and actually I have to take that back because I don't think it's anything of tangible value anymore. I think they've restricted what you can do with that. I think it has to be real estate and real estate alone now. But the point I'm trying to make was I was able to defer the taxes off of the sale of those properties that I owned for a very long period of time. And I was able to buy replacement properties at wholesale pricing. And I was able to operate those properties and it made the world a difference for me. I went from a negative cash flow situation to a positive cash flow situation. And it was the difference of night and day. Instead of like shelling out over $1,000 a month out of my pocket to keep my real estate operating, my real estate was paying me well over $1,000 a month in cash flow. That was a turning point for me. Well, a lot of you, you don't have a qualified retirement plan. You really don't. 
what you're doing is you, you've got something called a 401k or a TSP, or maybe you have an IRA or you have some other quote unquote government sponsored retirement plan that you're, you're funneling money into, but you have no idea what you're investing in. So what does that really mean? Well, it means that you are setting yourself up for the same kind of financial disaster that I had when it comes time for you to retire, because you're just you're just putting money into a glorified savings account and you're hoping that you have more money when you retire so that you can live through your golden years and you pray that that money doesn't run out and you ultimately so. Well, there's a lot of talk about gold. Gold has been at record highs, right? Well, right now, gold is not at a record high. It's been at a record high, but it's not currently at a record high. Gold does not go out and go to work for you like real estate does. You put that real estate into service as clean, functional workforce housing, and you rent it out to people that are looking for great properties to rent. And you create a business relationship there that provides you a cash flowing stream of income. So why, why am I bringing up gold? Because there's a lot of chatter about gold. There's, there's a lot of discussion that gold is, is maybe, you know, the, the hedge against inflation, right? Because everybody's talking about inflation, right? Gold tends to hold its own against inflation, right? Okay, that's all fine and dandy, but gold does not pay you an income. But what about that real estate? That real estate is in the marketplace. People are willing to rent your real estate from you and as a result of that, they're willing to pay you about one third of what they make every month in exchange for the right to live in that real estate. Cash flow is king. If you're not investing in assets that pay you a cash flow, then I suggest what you're doing is wrong. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we can teach you the roadmap that you need to follow so that you can do what I have been able to achieve. There are tens of thousands of members of Lifestyles Unlimited that have achieved financial independence, that have achieved retirement, that are still in retirement and enjoying their years. I got it done in my 50s. And had I known about this when I was in my 30s, man, that's what I would have been doing. Now, let's go back to the gold analogy, because in April of 2001, gold was selling for $452 an ounce. Now, I mentioned to you, it's like right now, January 2024, right? And it's selling for $2,065 per ounce. So that would that would indicate to you, wow, that's like a five-fold increase, right? Almost a five-fold increase on your money, right? But again, here's the point I'm trying to make. It would take 23 years for you to get that five-fold increase. And ironically, there's real estate you can go out and buy today and get that five-fold increase in five years or less. I'm talking about single-family assets, and I'm talking about multifamily assets. The big thing that's missing right now is the knowledge. That's why you need Lifestyles Unlimited to assist you with teaching you the right way to get this done. We'll show you from point A to point B how to get from where you are now to where you intend to be based on your specific goals and your specific objectives. Because at the end of the day, this is all about you and this is all about your retirement success. And you don't have to be sitting in that cubicle or doing whatever job you're doing for the next 10, 
20 or 30 years and hoping that you build up enough money to retire off of. And unfortunately, like many Americans today are finding out in their 70s, there's not enough money in that bucket. They consume too much of it already and they're running out of money. And their only recourse is to fall back on friends, family, charity or the government or possibly going back to work in order to make ends meet. But with real estate, you are completely in control of what you're doing and you divest your investments when it makes sense. And what that means is you sell the investment and you replace the investment with two. Sell one, buy two to replace it. And what do you think that does for you when it comes to your income streams? It has a doubling effect. And this is what you do is you traverse the roadmap that Lifestyles Unlimited lays out for you. You get to a place of retirement, and then once you achieve retirement, you do exactly what I'm doing, which is you work on your lifestyle because it is all about the lifestyle. That's part of the reason we have it in the name. If you want to do what I'm doing, you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.